Welcome teacher sellers to the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Angie and April are two full-time teachers pay teacher sellers who chat with each other daily about their businesses. They're opening up their conversations to help you grow your teacher store. Are you ready to listen in? Here we go. Hey, teacher sellers. Today, we're talking about some of the new or lesser known features on Pinterest that you can use to increase your traffic to your store. Join in on the conversation on these features in our mastermind group at growwithusmastermind.com. You can find the show notes and any links we discuss at growwithuspodcast.com slash episode 22. Hey, Angie. Hey. So we have exciting news to share. Do you want to tell everybody what's happening? So we are presenting at the TPT conference this summer in Austin. Yes, we're so excited for many, many reasons. First of all, I've never been to Austin before. And second of all, like to be able to do a workshop is super cool. Yeah, I'm excited for the way it's set up too. It's pretty nice. Yeah, so we're one of, I guess, two sessions of workshops. So there's two hours of workshops the last day. And so it's mainly going to be, it's going to be a little bit of us teaching, but mostly doing, which I really prefer. I would love for everything to be a workshop. So yeah, we are doing the 30-day blogging challenge. So if you guys are registering for your sessions, check us out on the last day. We have two sessions uh, to choose from. And so we're going to do just a little bit of a challenge for everybody to get everything organized and ready to go for their blog. So it's a little different from our blogging challenge over the summer because that challenge was just like put out a blog post every week. So we're going to focus a little bit more on quality over quantity and using those 30 days to get your blog set up to actually convert to sales and send traffic to your TPT store um, and not just necessarily getting blog posts out. Yeah, I'm really excited about it because I feel like it's not only going to help everyone there, but it's going to help us too and to keep going with our blogs and make sure that we're trying to be more consistent like our goals. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like that is when I get stressed and overwhelmed, that's the second thing to go. The first thing to go is social media and the second thing to go is my blog. But when I really think about it, the, my blog is what really grew my store in the first place. So not being consistent with it and not and, and rushing through the posts and not setting them up properly is really a disservice. So hopefully we can get ourselves motivated, make sure we're doing the right things still because we know the right things, but sometimes we just don't do them because we are so overwhelmed. And then also helping anybody who maybe is kind of new to blogging or has a blog and really wants to take it to the next level, uh, use some tools and some of the tips that we give to uh, send traffic to their TPD store and some not unusual, but maybe unique ways that they haven't thought of before. Yeah, we'll help them get organized so that they can get themselves together for the next school year to be able to serve their audience through their blogs. Yeah, yeah. And that'll be a perfect connection with any of the social media episodes that we do too, or any of the blogging episodes that we do this year, because that'll be a lot of good information that goes with it. So, all right. So we are getting into a lot of Pinterest features today that maybe um, you don't know about because they're not really widely used or because they're fairly new. And just a disclaimer, we have not tested everything as much as we could have. So just make sure that you are continuing to test 
because it might work differently for you or we just might be full of it. Yeah, either one. (laughs) Either one or both. Um, So let's talk about promoted pins first. So we did an episode when they first switched over to the one tap promoted pins. And we had kind of tested out some things that my Pinterest advisor said to do, like really focusing your keywords, um, really making sure that your pin showed all the details on it so that people knew what they were clicking before they clicked it because it was coming up in the um, close-up instead of going straight to your website or instead of, uh, and you, you pay for the close-up. So we have a little update on that. Not a great update, but we have an update. There's definitely been a lot of discussion I've seen in Facebook groups lately as well. Yeah. And I just feel like the things they were telling us in the beginning weren't necessarily all true. And I mean, I've tried, I tried their way as soon as, you know, they gave us those tips and I tried, you know, narrowing down my keywords and, and following all that. But I just felt like, it just wasn't helping. It didn't do anything more. And then I just felt like people weren't seeing my ads or that too many, or that people were seeing them that weren't really interested in them. Cause there's like that whole expand your, your uh, keywords. And I felt like when I looked at my keywords, then that were where people were seeing my ads, but then looking at how many clicks they were getting in those keywords and realizing I didn't actually ever put those keywords in. They kind of expanded my, the interest. Interesting. And they weren't getting any clicks. So then I, I had to look at those. Yeah. And I only <laughs> noticed just because I, I was, you know, obsessing back in July to, right. <laughs> to now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I saw that. And so I tried to turn that off on some of them to see if that changed anything. It didn't really seem to. Seemed like they started doing a tiny bit better when I added a lot more keywords again. So, yeah. So, the thing is with mine, I always only had between 20 and 30 keywords. And so, I did put them down to like 10 to 15 based on their suggestions. And the thing is, mine were still running at maximum budget. Yeah. So narrowing down the keywords really didn't affect me personally, but then like three months into it, it's like they pressed a button and everything just switched back. You know, like things started running at three fourths of the budget. Some were only running at half the budget. It's kind of a weird change. And so I wondered if they had turned the one tap off and just gone back, but they didn't. It just seemed like everything had evened out a little bit more since they had changed the one tap experience. And it was very similar to the way it was before where you weren't always using your max budget. Yeah. And then I felt like it was better when we went back up. I'm at about 25 to 30 again for all of my pins. Yeah, me too. I'm not going, you know, back to my, sometimes I had like a 79 or something. Yeah. (laughs) It was crazy, but. Yeah. And too, when you, you know, when you do 79 pins, you look at it and you're really only getting clicks for like the top five. And then there's usually one keyword where it's. Yeah. That performs. Yeah. Seems to have more clicks. Yeah. So really, like, I guess that 79 is just you playing around to see which keyword does well. Like if you were having a pin that just wouldn't get out there somehow, but 
you know, when you had 79 keywords, that was probably before they had the little search box where you could search for keywords and it would tell you which ones had like a million searches or so forth. Yeah. Yeah. It was before that. And I was just like, I don't even know what to put. Yeah. It was like a total shot in the dark, essentially. So that has changed a lot. Like you can search and choose those keywords. So 20 to 30 is great. And so that I think has stayed the same. Especially when you can see 5 million people searching for that keyword. I'm like, okay, I feel good about the keywords that I have now. Yeah, definitely delivering. What I liked about what you were talking about saying expand your interest is I have been clicking that on all of my new ones. And we were just talking before the show about how my new ones were not converting as well as my old ones. And I turned some of my old ones back on for last year and they're doing great. So I'm thinking I will uncheck those and try those ads again to see because maybe Pinterest does not know what keywords would work best, but I know. (laughs) So maybe that expand is not working well. Yeah. Some really broad ones like it, it went to, and especially be careful about expanding interests on like uh, seasonal resources, because one of them was definitely that I can remember was like a Halloween resource or something. And so it expanded to include just the word Halloween, which I hadn't included. Oh no! And so it was of course being shown to tons of people for Halloween, but you know, and I don't know, you know, people click on stuff for all kinds of reasons, but it just wasn't really working the way that I like it to. Yeah, that could definitely mess with your conversions because yeah. <laughs> because if they're clicking it just to see what it is, but they're like Yeah, they're looking for nothing yeah. a mom who's like trying to get a Halloween idea. Holy cow. Yeah, that's not good. Exactly. I'm like turning them all that all off on all my right now. <laughs> but if anyone did not hear the disclaimer, rewind. Yeah. <laughs> We're always <laughs> testing. We're always testing and retesting our stuff. And we always yeah. recommend that for you because we've heard some people are loving one tap and many, many other people aren't. So it's just, you know, it, I guess it just depends upon what you got going on on yours. Yeah, but that's interesting. So I'm going to check that and see, see how that helps. And another thing that we had heard about recently was those long pins. Yeah. Giraffe pins, I guess, are what they're called. I never heard them called that. I see that in our notes here, and I'm like, giraffe. I saw that. Yeah, I was reading up on it because I had heard about it recently, and I had noticed that in the mobile feed, my long pins are being cut off. So they are definitely cutting off at a certain proportion. They want the two to three ratio, but they're cutting off a little bit longer than that, it seems like. So you might be able to do a little bit longer than the two to three ratio. So, But those pins are still doing really well. I don't know that they're really being penalized because they were such successful pins before, even though Pinterest says they're being penalized. But you definitely can't see the whole thing. So if you have some long pins that you're using for promoted pins, you might want to go and look at them and just see, like, is it cutting off important details at the bottom? So is it cutting off just the bottom or a little bit of the top and the bottom? I think it's the bottom. That's a good question, but I'm pretty sure it's, it was just the bottom because I noticed that it was cutting off, of course, the information that I needed, <laughs> which was the grade level. <laughs> yeah, that's where I usually put all the added information, you know, out of the way. But yeah, it, it looks like it's just the bottom. The top seems fine, um, just from like a quick scroll. 
but it definitely seems like it's cutting off a little longer than the two to three ratio because my two to three pins are definitely not that long. It's interesting. I'm still running some promoted pins that are long pins just because they've done so well in the past, but you know, they're being cut off at the bottom, which isn't cool. So, yeah, I think I have one or two I was experimenting with uh, from last year that I'm running as well, just to kind of see, because they were ones that did so well this time last year. And I was kind of checking to see if that could happen again. So how are those going then? They seem like so far, they seem like they're going well. They're definitely um, getting clicked on just like before. So they're and they're long pins. They're longer ones. Yeah, they're not super long, but they're definitely longer than the two to three. One of them has been selling a lot more since I switched back to the back to the long pin. So I don't know. It could be just because it already has all that juice from running it before with all the pins, repins and all that. And Pinterest knows it's a better pin than a brand new pin that I just put up. The interesting thing too, is I had set up some completely new ones at the the two to three size and they were for products that I had run long pins for last year. And maybe it was expanding the keywords or maybe it was just some other way that I set it up this time. But it wasn't just that they were being clicked less because they were getting, they were all maxing oh, yeah. out the budget. The ones, the long ones last year, the short ones this year, they were maxing out the budget. They're really popular, but they weren't converting as well as the long pins, which is weird because they're the same product. They have the same information on them. The long pin just has more pictures, but you know, they're being cut off in the feed. So yeah, which is amazing to me because they're cutting off the information that shows specifically who it's for. And I don't know. So maybe (laughs) more people are just clicking on it because they're curious and they want to see. And then once they click it, you're getting charged anyway, but they're not, I don't know. Yeah. My, my guess is maybe it's expanding the keywords because I did that on the new ones. So that's my guess because that means it's not targeted properly. Like, yeah, I would check like which keywords are getting used because that's, and I, I go in and I will look at keywords and if some are doing bad, I'll just delete them or whatever. So, right. I wonder if everybody can hear us clicking like maniacs I know, right I'm clicking now. the whole time, like looking <laughs> at my stuff here. Usually we try to keep it pretty clean with the podcast sound, but we are getting a little in-depth into our promoted pin dashboards right now. So we might be clicking. You might hear it. So <laughs> it happens. We're just trying to get exact information. <laughs> yeah. So the next one, this was kind of a new feature Oh no, that we're going to talk about that one last, but the commute, let's just talk about that one now because I feel like it was a dud and I don't feel like it's taking off and maybe somebody will tell us differently. Um, but the communities feature where it's like a Facebook group inside Pinterest. Yeah. I would love to hear from someone if it's working for you and what I would love to see what's going on because I just haven't heard much about from all the people that I follow. I haven't heard anything about many of them starting any of the communities, but I did hear that it was a new feature and it sounds like it could be good, but I just, I don't know that people are on Pinterest to be social. So I don't know. Yeah. And 
And so I created one to play around with it, but, and you can like share pins to it and, and you can kind of interact there, but I would like to see a TPT or like get in there, start a community, send it out to their email list and see if they can get teachers on board to trying it. Cause that's, I didn't go that yeah. far. And I wonder if, if they can get teachers on board, if that would lead to maybe more organic pinning of their stuff. So I, I think it might have some good ways to utilize it, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure they're going to keep the feature because I don't know how popular it is, but I, I definitely want to look more at it. I think it, it kind of reminded me of Tailwind Tribe. Like, I guess you could use it to share a pin in there and then everyone else would share it if you were in like a mastermind group, but I'm not 100% sure you would use it like that. That was just kind of a, something I was thinking of. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't even been in any of them. Just heard about it. So. Yeah. You know, last I made one when they first came out that I think that might've been a couple months ago and I didn't feel like it was super intuitive. So maybe they've made some updates and so we'll keep playing around with it. If it's something that seems to have value or we learn more about it, then we'll definitely share. So do you want to talk a little bit about group boards and pin SEO and kind of using that to get a little more traffic to your store? Yeah, I definitely still use group boards a lot. They're ones yeah, that I too. can get, a, I still see a lot of organic traffic from an organic pinning from those boards. So I definitely didn't get rid of them yeah, all, but so I keep pinning there. I have a few good ones and I did get rid of some of them that aren't so great, but uh, I think it's really helpful. And I still see a, a big reason for using group boards because of just getting it out there and maybe getting some other people to pin your stuff that maybe normally wouldn't have pinned it. Or sometimes if there's other people that have a lot of Pinterest followers in those group boards as well, and they repin it, then, you know, it's getting out there more than it was before. Yeah. So, and I know there's been a lot of discussion on a couple of things, um, tailwind tribes. I know a lot of people aren't getting traction there anymore and group boards. A lot of people aren't getting traction there anymore, but I feel like I'm getting pretty good traction um, on group boards still. And so it's probably like 20% of what I pin is to a group board. And then the rest is, is to my own board. But I also deleted a, a while ago, I deleted all those group boards that weren't like I, I pinned to it and I get no repeats. Right. Exactly. Like that to me, it's not worth my time. And right now I have the smart loop, but I still don't want to use one of those slots for a board that I'm not going to get any repins from, but there are still some, I think that are doing really, really good. So I don't want to discount those group boards completely without looking at data. So I usually like in Tailwind, um, I'll go to board insights, but if you don't have Tailwind, you could just go to the group board, look at the pins you've pinned on it, see what the repins are, at least wait, you know, a few days, because if you pin to a group board and then come back later that day, you're not really going to see the right data. But some of my top boards are group boards. Like my first three top boards for engagement and number of repins are my um, one where I keep all my TPT resources, which of course, because I'm doing promoted pins from it. So that's my number one. My second one is my freebies. So all of my free resources have pins on that board. That's my second most popular board. And then my third one is my blog post board. So those are my top three. Um, and I don't pin, I only pin new content to those. So that really tells you that like, since I'm taking those pins and putting them on a group boards and using smart loop, I think that's why those are getting a lot of traction. That's what I think too, because you just keep reusing that pin and 
getting it out there even more, even though like when you put it through Tailwind, it, it shows as a new pin to Pinterest, but it's still, I feel like it definitely, those are my, my top boards too. Yeah. And my next three are group boards, but they're group boards with my mastermind group. And so we do go on there and we share each other's content a lot. So that makes sense there because yeah, they, and they have, and that's the thing too, is we post quality things to those boards. We, we post blog posts and things. We don't necessarily post a lot of products. And so I really were posting pretty quality stuff because we know other people are sharing it and we don't want people in our mastermind to be like, eh, I don't want to share that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's how I feel about the Tailwind tribes too. I feel like if you're in the right tribe and everybody's posting, you know, high content blog posts in there and you're sharing those and they're sharing yours that are just like that, people don't mind sharing them when they're they're mostly just content and, you know, maybe a soft sell, soft sell or something, but yeah, that's a very good point. I think having, like, if you have a, if you have one that's like middle school science and it's got like 15 to 20 active people in there, that would be so great because a lot of time I'm in a few right now where it's like K-12 and I'm like, well, I really have to look hard to find something that's the subjects that I focus on for my accounts and also my grade levels because K-12 is huge. And I don't, there's a lot of kindergarten content, which if you had like a kindergarten reading tribe or, I mean, kindergarten doesn't really specialize. So I guess just kindergarten, then you would probably get a lot more traction with that. Yeah, that's what I, and I always start with those more um, niche specific boards because I find stuff I need in there a lot faster. So I always start with my three to six boards or my upper elementary boards because I know like everything in there is stuff that I would probably share, you know? So then I kind of go, if I still need more stuff, I'll kind of branch out to maybe more other boards, but you're right. It's so hard to kind of find things that are good for your audience in those boards that are for like K to 12. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the trick with group boards too. It might be helpful to make sure they're more targeted and same with trail, Tailwind Tribes. So just having like people to share your content that are in the same niche as you is just way more powerful than like, I know we've, it, it always makes us cringe when we see people like, hey, follow me or hey, um, share my pin or, and I'll share yours. And they don't really think about like, well, that person doesn't have an audience that's similar to yours. So what doesn't really help you like, or those, what were those ones that they did on the, um, it was it like a pinning party yeah, or pinning parties like years ago, like pinning parties. Like I never really did that because I just didn't feel like pinning everyone else's stuff and going through the whole list, but yeah, it's a lot of work, but sometimes you'll go through the whole list and you'll be like, why am I pinning a like, kindergarten art activity and then why am I pinning like a high school science activity (laughs) like yeah it doesn't make sense you want your audience right yeah I want to only pin really quality things in my niche so I think that's the new thing If, if you're doing anything where you're pinning someone else's stuff it should you should be in a group of of people with a similar audience and that w- that way it it looks good on your boards and it and it makes sense and Pinterest looks and sees what kind of stuff you pin and so they it makes more sense to them too and yeah then they know who to show more of your stuff to because people that are interested in it so. yeah and so 
As far as pin SEO goes, are you seeing any differences there as far as what to put in your description or anything like that? Um, I haven't really seen any difference. I just kind of go and try to add in keywords that I think people will be searching for. And I check in the drop down menu and kind of see what things come up to add to my description. I don't know that I've not always done that. So I, I know that it mine have done better since I've been doing that, but I'm not sure it has changed yeah. recently, but I think it doesn't hurt to to check your keywords and make sure that's included. And I feel like I'm really good at that when it comes to pinning a product or a free resource that goes straight to my TBT store. But blog post SEO on Pinterest is really, it's on my list for this year because I know that, first of all, when people pin things from my blog, it's pinning some good information from the blog post, but not all the keywords that I want there. So, and I have a lot of people who pin from my blog. So it's really my goal to make sure I go back and take a look at um, what the description is when they're pinning straight from my site, which you can do a couple different ways. I know, I think that on Blogger, you put it in maybe the alt tag is, I'm not sure. Yeah, or the meta. I haven't used Blogger in so long. Yeah, it's been a while, so... But um, you can search for a tutorial on it. Um, So to make sure that it pulls the description you want when they're pinning something from your blog post or a specific image, um, like a blog post um, pin. And then I've been using a couple of different plugins and we'll share them in the show notes because I'm kind of on the fence about both of them right now. But I really am trying to make sure that I get good SEO in that in that pin description. And there are a bunch of WordPress plugins that do that. Um, and the one I use forces them to pin that image when they're pinning a page, which is really nice because I like to have that Pinterest image hidden so that it's like not clogging up the blog post. Yeah. I still have to figure that out more because I have like the buttons on the images, but then if they still have the pin it button in their, like their, uh, bar, I don't know what it's called right now but if they just like click the pin it button at the top of their um, browser it's still bringing up all the images so it's on my list of things to do to figure that out because I don't even want them to be able to pin all those images that they have I have only one if they click the button but yes yeah so those tools do not integrate great. So you're, you have a plugin that's like a social share plugin is what you're saying. Yeah. I had, I bought social warfare and then that, I don't know, but it hasn't been as good. Yeah. For some reason it, that doesn't seem to work. That's why I said I'm on the fence about it because when they use my social share, it still brings up all of the images, but it's tasty pins is what I'm using to force a certain pin and they can, they can pin the individual images. That's fine. But if they're just pinning the blog post, then I want it to go to that particular pin because I want that pin to be the nice size. And I also want it to, to have the nice description too. (laughs) So yeah, but it doesn't work great with every social sharing plugin. So I need to look a little bit more into it to make sure it's working properly because as I was going through my site the other day, I was not happy with the way it was working. Same. <laughs> but there are plugins out there you can play around with. 
um, Tasty Pins just has seen me the best so far, but I just need to find a really good social sharing plugin to go with there with that. So if anybody listening has one that they use that's really good with Tasty Pins, please let us know. Like send me an email or post something in the mastermind group because I really need that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I think that'll make a huge difference for my difference for my pin SEO. So the next, this is a kind of kind of exciting one that I know a lot of people were wanting to hear about, which is the carousel pins. And um, you can make a carousel pin or you can make a carousel promoted pin. And basically what it is is several images where they can swipe and see the images. And so I made one of these, I think late November, maybe early December, and ran it and the same pin, but that was not a carousel. It was just the first title image next to each other. And they both spent the same budget and they both converted the same on my TBT dashboard. So, but the carousel one took me like 30 minutes to set up. <laughs> yeah. I, I found the same thing. I mean, I only tried it with a big bundle, so I don't know, you know, if it was just the big bundle doesn't sell as much as other pins anyway, but but that's a perfect reason to use a carousel pin because then you're showing multiple pieces of the bundle. You can show more of it. Yeah. Well, then I was all excited yeah. and I started putting in all the different components of the bundle. And then I hit like the max amount of photos you can put in the carousel. And it was only five or something. I think you, ha- you have to put at least two or three and then you max out at five. But maybe they've changed it. And I'm sure no one goes through them all anyway, but... I wanted to, you know, put all those pieces in there in case they wanted to, and it didn't really, but yeah, I didn't notice much of a difference. I, I feel like the way it shows up in the feed that people might not even know that it can. That's my, my guess, because I think it would be really valuable, especially with the one tap for people to have, because people will have the chance to swipe and see more images before they make that tap before they make that decision to, to get the close up or to. Right. Right. So, but the thing is, I think it's exactly what you're saying, which is people don't necessarily know to swipe for the carousel pins. Like, I feel like they, you know how they do the collection ad on Facebook and I add all those images in, but they kind of show the other ones like below it. So, you know, there's more images. Yeah. I love the Facebook collection ads. You know, those are my favorite. They take forever for me to set up, but they're amazing. So I was kind of hoping it would be like that. Well, you know, Facebook has carousel ads too, which, which do well in certain situations. And, but then you can at least see that there is another square. You can see part of it. So, you know, to swipe. So I don't think that's the way it's showing up on Pinterest. I also still think on Pinterest, it's really hard to tell which one's a one tap. Oh yeah. So it's, it's just making it really hard for the users to know what they're doing. And so I think that's costing us ad budget and also making it not as cool for the carousel pins so far. So maybe they'll add something where it has like a swipe arrow or just something to help the users. I don't know, but um, I really like them. I think they're really cool. And I think everyone should play with them, even if it's a regular carousel pin and not a promoted one. Uh, but, you know, they take a lot of time to set up. And if people aren't really knowing to swipe, then I'm probably going to hold off on making any more. Yeah, I don't think people know. That's for sure. Yeah. And the next one is tagging products on pins. So I know we're going to get a lot of questions about this one, but... I have a lot of questions about this one. <laughs> <laughs> I need to try it. 
But I'm so dumb because I did a bunch of these last month and then did not use UTM links. Real <laughs> so, rookie move. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't do anything special to know if they were really being clicked on. But what's cool, well, first of all, you can, you'll see a little tag and you can tag a link on one of your pins. It cannot be your pin to Teachers Pay Teachers. So that's kind of the bad part is Teach Pay Teachers is not your website. It's not your verified website. So you can't tag a product. That way you can't like tag a product on somebody else's pin to somebody else's website. You know, I'm, I see why they're doing it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But if you have a blog post about like close reading, you could tag your close reading pro- products on Teachers Pay Teachers. So you could click the tag and you can add multiple products. You can put in the link for Teachers Pay Teachers and it'll pull the image. I did have a couple of problems. I, I think I did like 15 pins and two of them would not pull the image properly. And I just had some glitches. But the, for the ones where it did pull it properly, it looked really cool. It shows up underneath the pin as like a attached product to the pin. So. And so you can add that to pins you already have or does it have to be a new pin? No, you can add it to ones you already have as long as it goes to your verified website. Okay. How do I do that? I don't have the data to it. Um, <laughs> do you want me to walk you through it? <laughs> kind of. Where, I don't even see where to add it. I did it so long ago that I'm like, I don't even know. Oh, I see it. Okay. Tag a product. Do you see the little tag? It- yeah. Like, so when you hover over the image, a little tag in the top left corner pops up and then you can click anywhere on the image to tag a product. And then I can put in my link. Oh, this is cool. Right. I'm going to try it. Yeah. And I think it's, I, I haven't tried it on a promoted pin yet, but I'm really curious to see if it keeps the the tagged product on the promoted pin. Like if I was going to promote a blog post, like I would be really curious to to play yeah, with that a little yeah. bit. I don't think that I don't think it's a super great idea to promote a blog post just because you're going to pin a product to it. Like it would definitely have to have an opt in right. the blog that post. But I think there. maybe it might get a couple of clicks. So yeah, it's the, so it's the top, I'm on desktop right now, but it's the top left-hand corner. There's a little like store tag on it. And um, then you just click anywhere on the image and you can enter a product or an affiliate link. And then it will pull up that product and tag it to it. And basically I did it on um, my pins that are on my blog post board. So I always recommend people have a dedicated blog post board for all their blog post pins. It's just an easy way to keep it organized, but I did it there and tried repinning them to a couple of group boards to kind of see if they'd take off again. So, but I don't have any data on it, but it just looks really cool. And I think it's, yeah, it's definitely worth trying out. I think worth playing with it. And I'm not sure if the UTM links will even work properly when you're, you tag it the way it pulls it, but I'm going to try it and I'll, I'll update you once I have some actual information. So, but that's pretty cool. I like it. I think it's a great idea on Pinterest part. And then the other one is hashtags. So this has been around for a long time, but there's people don't use them or they've asked about them and they're not really sure. But I've had some good luck with hashtags, not like putting in like a hundred hashtags, but putting in like one or two hashtags that that really are are very focused. So not really general hashtags, but I've put them in my promoted pins and those promoted pins do really, really well. So I'm not sure if it's the pin or if the hashtag is really helping. Like one of the hashtags I'm using is like hashtag fourth grade. 
Oh, okay. Or hashtag fifth grade reading, or you do hashtag interactive notebook, or hashtag close reading. Yeah, I definitely, I've heard that it, you should try to use at least a few of them and, and throw them in there. I mean, if it's only recommended to use, you know, two or three, then it wouldn't really take you that long to think of three and throw it on there just to see. Yeah. And if you think about it, like if, if people are only mildly using hashtags right now, that that's cool. But what if it becomes even more popular in the next couple of years, then you already have these pins that are ranking well that already have the hashtags on them. So, but I do think people are using them because when I click on a hashtag, I see a lot of pins. So it's definitely, I think it's worth a try. You know, throw in a couple of hashtags that are targeted for each pin you do. Try it in your promoted pins too, just because those get a lot more traction because they are promoted. Yeah, I need to make sure it's in, they're in all my promoted pins now that you mention it because I'm not sure. Because I haven't added hashtags to all of my pins yet. So definitely a good idea to add them to the promoted ones. Yeah, and that way if people are searching for it, they see, oh, this they're, they get your pin delivered because your pin is really popular because you have been running promoted pins. So you're, you know, it's gotten a lot of shares. And that's that's a good another good result of promoted pins is when people are searching, your promoted pins rank pretty good because they have a lot of traction because you've paid for traction. So, um and I like too it helps with SEO. So like, you know, if people are searching for like a close reading resource, you know, you have that word in there and you also have the hashtag in there. So they, Pinterest knows that that's close reading or, you know, fourth grade or fifth grade or whatever you're putting in there. So I think it's, I think it's helpful. I I like the hashtags. So the next one, have you played with this personally when you were pinning the following tab? Um, I, I don't know. What is that? Oh, up there. Like the people that you are following that you can kind of look at. Yeah. Well, in the app, it's next to the home button. It's you have home following communities. So I guess communities are, I mean, they're a part of the app. So like I said, somebody needs to try it. I've, I've got, I mean, I've got one for that has myself in it, (laughs) but I haven't (laughs) tried it, but, and then there, and then there's notifications and saved. So Yeah, it's under following. And this is basically how you can see the pins of the people that you're following. So, you know, you have a ton of followers, you know, they might be using this tab. I'm sure for a lot of them, they're mostly just searching for specific things. But if they're just browsing, they might be using that follower tab. So, you know, followers could be a little more important with that. That's true. I stopped, I stopped um, really browsing after they got rid of the chronological order of the people you follow. And so having that back might actually get me to browse more. Yeah. And so it's showing when I scroll here through here, it's showing the person's information. So their little icon and the name of their pin, their Pinterest account, and then it's showing one of their pins and you can click on the pin, you can click on their account and you can bring it up. So, you know, you definitely want to be in there. I know that they, I did a little research on this because I wanted to know a little bit about how it worked. And they had sent a lot of blog posts that it would be five, your like five most recent pins will show up in here, but I'm only seeing one per person. So I'm wondering if I keep scrolling, if I would see somebody else again. 
Oh, I, I do. I found a repeat. Yeah, I do too. I see repeats. Yep. There's a repeat. So this really begs the question of, does it matter when you pin? I don't think it does matter how you space it out. Um, I don't know if it's most recent because I do see like one says four hours and the next one says it was three hours ago. And then the next one said it was five hours ago. So, and one says it's one hour ago, but it's at the end. So I don't think there's really much that you have to do to change this. Just make sure that you are pinning um, each day. I think that's probably enough to meet that requirement. But if anybody has any tips for making sure that you're in that follower following tab and making and utilizing it, please come share with us. We would, we would love to know. Um, but it's kind of cool. I like that it actually matters. And this is neat because I am following a lot of my TPT friends. So this is, would be a cool place for me to just pull pins from Yeah, to like pin if I was pinning organically, like, or if I was having a VA do it, I would probably just have them come to my follower tab and look for awesome stuff. So I like it. The next one is scheduling. Have you done this in Pinterest before? I did not test this out. <laughs> I did not test this at all. I heard that they added a scheduler. It, I heard it can only schedule like a very small amount a day compared to what I was doing. And I already have Tailwind. So I was like, I don't really need that. So I never really checked it out. But yeah, but good to know you can schedule for a later date your pins on Pinterest if you have a ton of time on your hands and don't want to pay for like a scheduler. Yeah, especially if you're not paying for Tailwind yet or you don't you're not making enough to for it to be worth it, you could definitely still be able to schedule and still stay consistent on Pinterest without, you know, paying. So it's a good feature I think for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it's it's probably similar to when you schedule in, in Facebook. I'm not sure. I haven't even looked mm-hmm. at it because I totally won't use it. Uh, <laughs> but it's, oh, I see. Okay, so when you add a pin, there is a publish immediately or publish at a later date. And yeah, you just pick a date and time and that's it. There you go. So it, pretty much the same as when you schedule on Facebook. I personally, maybe this is wrong, but if I were not going to use a scheduler of any sort, I would probably just organically pin. That's what I used to do. I mean, that's what we did years and years and years ago uh, when we, you know, when we loved Pinterest and it wasn't a burden. Yeah, <laughs> we would just, you know, go on and pin. And I guess that's probably not. I'm and there's somebody who has a spreadsheet somewhere who is scheduling pins who's probably going to send us an email. But I'm just not organized <laughs> enough. I'm just not organized enough to to do that. So maybe. Maybe we're the wrong people to be giving advice on the the publishing yeah. at a later date. <laughs> yeah, we're not giving advice on that. Just uh, it's there if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, we're not organized and we just don't seem to have time for anything anymore. So <laughs> that's funny. Um, so yeah, that's a ton of new stuff and just, just a lot to think about with Pinterest. There's so much to do beyond the, you know, just adding a pin and, and there it's just... There's so many things that you can try out. And we I really hope that people will join us in the mastermind group and kind of just share what they're trying out, what's working for them on Pinterest um, with all these new features. I'm sure that there's got to be one of these features that helps somebody. So yeah, I would love I love hearing other people's data too, because I stare at my own so much that I'm like, you know, I'd rather have a bigger pool of people, you know, kind of trying different things out too. 
Yeah. And sometimes you get a light bulb moment like I did when you shared yours today, which is like, oh my gosh, I really need to be looking at that more carefully before I just click a box and trust Pinterest to pick keywords for me. I don't know why I would have done that. (laughs) So thank you. I'm going to spend the next hour in my promoted pin dashboard. So yeah. (laughs) well thanks that was that was really good um our next episode is gonna be awesome so make sure you all stay tuned and we will talk to you later bye angie bye that's it for the grow with angie and april podcast make sure to rate and review so that this podcast can continue to reach teacherpreneurs around the globe you can find the show notes and more about your hosts at growwithuspodcast.com